got the Leafs in Montreal to kick things off. I mean, probably my favorite series to watch because uh, both me and my father, and I'm going to guess all your fathers, haven't watched this series at all in their lifetime. Yep. Uh, I don't know about you guys. I got Leafs winning this one. I don't know. I, I know Josh might have a bit of a bias here. You know what? <clears throat> Obviously, I'm a half fan. I might be a bit biased, but I don't know. I have – I have. if it goes to it, I'm going to say Habs in seven. Uh, I, I got please, to... no. Yeah. Anything but seven games. If yeah, no, if it's gonna if it's gonna be something, it's gonna be seven. Like yeah. I don't see it going any like. The thing is, I, I have the Leafs winning in five. Um, only because uh, Carey Price is injured. Uh, and there either two things are gonna happen. One, uh, he's gonna come back and he's gonna be a bust, just like uh, Jesper Kotkaniemi, or he's going to uh, actually be a stud and stand on his head and carry them to seven games. That's, hey, that's my mean... opinion. I mean, when you're talking about Kakanyemi, you can't say he played bad in the playoffs last year. This guy played fantastic, if anything. I mean, he was one—he was one of the top players last playoffs for Montreal. And watching watching him play, like he's developed a lot. But I mean, the reason I have obviously the Leafs have like way more skill than Montreal, but I'm saying like depth and experience-wise. I mean, sorry, depth-wise, I'd say I'd say Leafs have a little more, but. Habs have a lot more experience. Like seven, seven of the Habs, seven players on the Habs roster right now have been to the Stanley Cup Finals, and six of them have won at least one cup. So, I mean, Montreal's got a lot of experience. They play the playoff game. They're more edgy and aggressive than the Leafs are. Yeah, that's that's a fair that's true, fair statement. True. Um, that's a fair statement to make. Uh, I just think that the Leafs on the other side of what you're saying, so the flip side, um, they may not have as much um, Stanley Cup final appearances, but we definitely have a lot of playoff experience, even if it's just the first round. We've got some veterans who are actually hungry to win a cup. You say that you have some guys that have won a cup. We have veterans who are hungry to win a cup, which I think that is more of a drive in order to like push the Leafs to go not only past the Habs, but past whoever makes it past um, in the Winnipeg Jets series. And then from there on, who knows where the Leafs are going to be at. You know what I feel like right now? What? I think I think Aiden will agree with me as well. Uh, when, like, you're the only child and you have the mom and the dad yelling at each other. And, and the mom, the, the I've mom's been like... Try, I've been trying to say something, like, uh, for, like, five, two minutes, and then these two are just going back and forth, like, yelling at each other. Get ready for it. It's going to be all day, especially with the Leafs and the Habs. I mean, uh, the Leafs, in my opinion, I don't know. I, I take them winning. I, I do agree with Josh that I could go the distance in this one. Uh, maybe six games. I don't see it going seven. I got Leafs in five, like Iboni. But uh, I think the Leafs are just better skill-wise. Uh, it's, no, it's no contest, obviously. The, you look at the payroll, and you can see it off that, that end, too. Uh, but with the absence of Price for the Habs, and it's looking like he might be missing for, I'd say, he just started practicing now in a goalie uh, goalie equipment. I'm so used to seeing Carey Price now skating in, uh, without goalie equipment, which is very weird but uh yeah he's just starting to practice now and i think he's going to be out for i'd say two or three games and if he does come back two things are going to happen and, and as a leafs fan i know it's either going to go one way or the other he's going to be absolutely poop and uh, really do absolutely nothing for this his team and you're gonna have to rely on jake allen and i'm sorry to tell you this josh but maybe primo for a couple games yeah. or, uh, <laughs> or oh, no. he's gonna be like uh, you know every other goaltender the Leafs face uh, Corpus Allo <clears throat> and stand on his head and uh, the Leafs are going to get frustrated and lose. So that's the only way I see the Leafs losing. I mean, 
the Habs are going to have to edge out the Leafs. That's what it's going to have to be. They're going to have to get under their skin. And I think Gallagher is going to be playing a big role in that. Uh, yep. Corey I'd Perry. say the first, I'd say oh Corey Corey Perry is going to be a huge piece of the Montreal playoffs. Like mm-hmm. it's a big body. We saw it last year. Saw yep, last year. exactly, exactly. He just turned his play up to another level. I mean, another factory, uh, Mario. Uh, Price is actually he's been put as the uh, game one starter. Ooh, okay, interesting. I mean, I mean, <laughs> personally, personally, I think I think uh, another reason I think why he's had enough time to. to uh, oh yeah. No, I, I agree with Aiden. Come back but... from his concussion, but he has had three, so. Who knows? It's gonna be a... it's gonna be I mean, a... for me, I, th- I think Montreal, like, they have nothing. The, the, the difference between Montreal and the Leafs is Montreal's got nothing to lose, so they're going to go out there, have That's fun. That's a good point. That's a good point. Like, the Leafs have mm-hmm. so much to lose and so much pressure it. on them. Like, this is an all-in season. Like like we said last week, what's a uh, – What's his name? Uh, Dubis. He, he was saying it's an all-in season, right? So, I mean, Montreal has nothing to lose. So, <clears throat> I, I'm not. I'm not too concerned if Montreal loses. You know, playing with house money. Isn't, huh? isn't um, Drew in not playing? I think they ruled him out for the rest of the season. Yeah, yeah no, he's, he's, not, he's not playing because of personal reasons. Hope, yeah, I hope everything's okay. But yeah, I'm kind. I'm kind of uh, not sure how I feel about. Obviously, like. Stall hasn't been very good this year. I think he's he's starting yeah. to lose he's starting to lose pace. But the only reason I could see him playing a, a solid like a solid reason he could be playing is just because of like like experience. He knows what it takes to win. But I I think that he's the next one out of the lineup. Like if you needed to scratch someone, I think he's the next one to pull out. Yeah, I, I don't see I don't see Montreal pulling out another guy. I think I think one one issue with the Leafs. Like obviously, I'm I'm bringing up. More of the Habs side, but one one issue with the Leafs is you're missing two key players like Hyman and Riley Nash. Two, I'd say great playoff in. players. They're, they're I mean, right now, right now they're right now they're on the IR from what I've seen. No, they haven't taken them off yet. I know, but as soon as game one hits, like right before ice time, they're taking them off the IR and then they're starting the game. Hyman's playing the line. Game yeah, one. yeah, they were I'm practicing playing... today, and uh, Riley Nash was on is the Bogosian playing. Hyman was on the first. No, Bogosian's not going to play this series. I don't Ooh. think. Well, he he's might, in a red he contact. Might. He's in a red contact jersey. If it goes to six games, he might play, but I don't think he's going to play. Yeah, it'll be later on. You know what I want to see, Iboni, and you brought it up. I think two episodes ago, I want to say it was uh Sandine Bogosian pairing. Yeah, I you really take out Dermot and you put those two, and that would be pretty interesting to see. Uh, I don't. Shutdown pair, yeah. not shutdown, but a physical pair. You already got the Muzzin Hall shutdown pair. Yeah. So that uh, Sandine and Bogosian pair would be really nice, complementing. If it, I don't know if it's going to be the Hab series because I think Bogosian's still a little bit away from returning yeah. from injury. But if they go face the either the Oilers or the Jets, and we'll get into that a little after, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they shut uh, shut them down and uh, set the tone in the game. And I, I was watching all these playoff games from yesterday and. Today I watched. Uh, I've been watching every single one. Uh, <laughs> it's so weird looking at it from a Leafs perspective because I just can't see the Leafs, even if, with this new identity they have, playing the way uh, like I, the Washington game, for example. Josh, we were watching it together. Yeah. In the first Ten seconds, Ovi goes and levels. Oh. I think it was <laughs> crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. I don't see anyone them. on the Leafs doing that, which I'm very <laughs> spectacle. And in- I'm interested to see if what's if what's going to go on in this series. Like it's. I mean, I have I have a solid feeling like Montreal's got 
especially I, I'd say personally, I think Montreal's got better defensemen overall. They've got bigger guys who can score as well. Like Pete Petrie's a forty-two yeah. point defenseman. They he and he's going to be playing on both, but not a typo by the way. Both penalty kill, uh, sorry, power play units. Oh my god, he's going to be getting a lot of ice time. And I mean, it showed last last year against Pittsburgh, especially where he was a key part to them beating Pittsburgh. So especially as a twenty-fourth seed. So yeah, the Habs got nothing to lose in this series except uh, if they do lose. Uh, Leafs fans got a lot to say to Habs fans. So oh boy, be, uh, I'm not. I will not be excited for that. Yeah, you shouldn't be. I'm abusing that card. The media is just fueling the Habs right now because all they all keep saying like uh, like they're counting the Habs out that the Leafs obviously should win this series, which they should. But even then, you don't want to be putting <laughs> stuff out there saying that like uh, Montreal isn't isn't a contender or anything like that. Like I saw Brendan Gallagher, he was interviewed the other day, and he was there saying, uh, like, we don't really care what anybody says about us, but we're just going to go out there and play our hardest. And actually, what the media is doing is actually fueling them. So from the Leafs' point of view, as a Leafs fan, uh, I don't really like to see that from the media. I like what Josh said before, where he said, um, you said that the, the uh, Habs have nothing to lose, which I never really thought about before, because... I was just thinking out of uh, as the Leafs, they have they really have to make it past the first round this year. Mm-hmm. They need to. It's been so many years where they've just been stuck on the first round. They've never made it past. I mean, they've played really good teams who have sometimes made it to the final, but still, this team is so, such a deep team, and Kyle Dubas has put so much work into it to almost perfecting this team. So oh, it's definitely yeah. gonna have to make it past Montreal. I mean, I don't, see, I don't <clears throat> personally, I hate saying it, but I don't see like much issues with this Leaf team. Like you guys, you guys have some goal scorers, like a lot of goal scorers. You also have like a lot of like hard grind, like grinders. You guys got, I'd say not bad goaltending. It's not terrible, but you also got, yes, that's the best word. To, that's the best way to put it. It's either Jack. I mean, Jack Campbell has, has been nothing but almost perfect this year but i mean if he, if there's any back to backs with montreal i think there i think there's one which is game 3 to game 4 but yeah that that that'll be that'll really you guys have you games are in montreal yeah i mean i don't think i don't think home advantage it, really matters yeah, cause there's no yeah, fans in at least it matters less than uh in the states cuz in the states there's a lot of fans in the rink but at least at least in canada there's no fans so there's it's not it's not going to make a difference if you're home or away but yeah. I mean, goal goaltending is a huge thing. Uh, you guys, it'll matter later. And I, I gotta say, I gotta say, the Leafs coaching staff is has been fantastic this year. I I hate saying it, but Keith has been really good this year. I just got this alert. Uh, looks like Gallagher and Price are making AHL start tomorrow against the Toronto Marlies. So uh, they're getting into action, and I guess they'll give them what three days to prepare for. Uh, the uh, first game of the series, so more. Uh, we'll see how Carey Price looks. I mean, for Habs fans, let's hope it doesn't look as uh, bad as Frederick Anderson did in the AHL. Oh boy, you know, you know, it's a, it's, it's kind of a funny stat. Frederick Anderson, I think, is the only goalie in the NHL right now who has a below nine hundred save percentage in the AHL and NHL this year. 
Mm-hmm. Talk about falling yeah. off the map. Oh boy, uh, he's, he was I, he was so good, and now he's, he's just, washed. He's he's sub second. He's he's the least have David Riddich and Michael Hutchison and Frederick Anderson. The reason, the fact that I'm saying and Frederick Anderson is, uh, I didn't think I'd ever have to say that uh, mm-hmm. with the way he played over the past few years. But uh, do you think he sees any ice time, not only in this series, but uh, if the Leafs go on in any series beyond this? I'm going to be completely honest. Not a chance. <laughs> not right, a right. chance. I think, I think he has to. I, I don't see you playing Riddick. Um, I, I don't think that he's really a, a much of a viable option either. Oh, no, I mean, he's not. Take, take a look at Freddie. Like, in his last game that he played, sure, what? He led in what? Four goals, three goals? Like, some mm-hmm. of them weren't even his fault. I mean, he didn't look like he was awful, and he got the loss, but the game was close. It wasn't horrible and, at all. No, it wasn't horrible. And, I mean, for this first game back in the NHL after, what, 23 missed games or something? And two garbage starts in the AHL with awful Marley's defense? And, I mean, I don't really want to defend him here because I've been hating on him since the start of the season. Like, um, But I, I think you got to give him a chance here. Like, on some of these back-to-backs, you got to give him that opportunity. Uh, quick question. Well, yeah. While we're on the topic of Leaf goalies, since when is Dave Riddick big save Dave? That is, he has never been big save Dave. When he played he's the Leafs. He's just Dave. He's just, he's just he's Dave. no save Dave. On the Leafs, he's just Dave. But anywhere else, he's just <laughs> yeah. big save Dave. He was he was on the Leafs. He can't play the Leafs. Yeah, because he was he was when he was playing for like Calgary. He was okay. It wasn't like he was good. Unre- yeah, he, it was he wasn't okay. bad, but it was definitely not big save day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man, I have a question for you. Sorry, go. It's for right. Josh, right? <laughs> no, I'm not going. Oh, it's for me. Okay, go. Yeah. So you said you got to start Anderson, right, in one of the games well, in the playoffs? In, in, in the back-to-back, you have to. If it so even that's gets the game the you put it in. So what is that, game four then? Game four. Hmm. I, I think you have to, to start I, I have to disagree with that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, uh, unless, Freddie has not had any – go on. Let me hear you. Unless the circumstances are like you're down 3-0 and you go into the second half of the back-to-back and you start Freddie. No. Uh, you don't do that. If you're up 2-1 and you're going to that third game, sorry, that doesn't make any sense. Um, I, I don't remember which game it, it is. You said three and four, you think? Yeah, I, so if I, he I starts the second, I, it'll be game four. I think you got it. You got to do the second game, or at least start in the first game. Like, if you win that first game, um, like, if you're ahead of the series, you got to start him in one of those two games, depending on which one it is. I would preferably, if you're winning – Start him in the first game, and if you end up – if you lose that second game, then it becomes a different question. Obviously, but circumstances I, I, yeah. are going to play a yeah. huge factor. Yeah. But I don't know, man. Freddie's been inconsistent all year. And even in his AHL, obviously, you're playing with the Marlies. can't give him too much – you can't hate on him too much because he had to play through a horrible Marlies defensive core. And in the Ottawa game, he didn't even look that bad. The, the buck was just sliding through him. So, I don't know. He's just been so – wishy-washy all year i think riddich also who has not been terrific at all in a leafs uniform i think just because he's played more and he's seen more pucks this year i think you just give it to him he's more settled into the crease rather than freddie i think you're just taking more of a chance on freddie if you're starting yeah, in that uh, second or the second half of that back-to-back and obviously the circumstance is going to play if you're up uh, i guess you'd be up 3-0 for example, and this is to sweep the Habs, and I strongly doubt this is going to happen. But if it were to happen, 
go for it. Throw Freddie in there because you can afford to give up a couple, not give up a couple games, but you have some breathing room. But if you're up uh, two to one and you want to take a uh, stronghold of the series, you got to go David Riddich just because he's had the more consistent starts. But uh, I also want to turn this one over to all you guys. Uh, I'll ask you guys this through every single series. Who's stepping up the most for uh, both the Habs and the Leafs? Ooh, okay, for the Habs, um, I'm, I'm going to go right ahead. Say either Brendan Gallagher or uh, – well, assume if, if, if Price plays, obviously Price. But besides that, I think Corey Perry and Gallagher for the Leafs is going to be huge. Um, I think Ilya Mikheyev and um, Nick Suzuki. Ooh, Suzuki was. Uh, He's having a, a good season. Pick. He is having a good season. Was he at fourteen goals, fifteen goals? Fifteen, like I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's, he's playing top line. He's top line. Uh, second, second line. Second, second line. line. Who's top now? Who's top? It's uh, it's the classic uh, Dano, Tatar, and Gallagher, oh. which is just it's just a given. It's a it's a solid defensive scoring team. They have really good chemistry or line. Sorry. They they have they have good chemistry together. They've been playing together for like two three years, so I don't see a reason to split them up while they're Aiden, all healthy. Aiden, who do you got stepping up for the Habs and Leafs? Before I ask well, this question, that might irk Josh. Well, I got for the Habs, um, Cole Caulfield. Now this he's not guy, playing. No, he's scratched. He's not playing at all. He scratched. Depending on how they play it right now, for game one, he scratched. Oh, why is there isn't there a clause in his ELC? Him, him, and what's it? Him, him, and Kotkaniemi are both scratched, which is really concerning for me. Yeah, I think he should be playing, especially with how he played against the Leafs. Yeah, <laughs> but I think other than uh, Cole Caulfield, you got uh, Yoel Armia. He's kind of a guy who's been stepping up recently for the Habs. Mm-hmm. Yes, he I is. think last year he played pretty good, so I think he if he uh, shows some of his offensive prowess from that he did uh, last year in the playoffs. I think he could be one of the hidden gems that the uh, Habs have on the left wing side. For the Leafs, um, I'm not really going to get into it too much because I kind of have him uh, as my topic for my hot take, but uh, it's definitely going to have to be Jack Campbell. He is, he is definitely going to have to be the biggest X factor for them going forward. Uh, the least shown they can win games by scoring uh, big boatloads of goals through the season uh, or even through last season. But against the Habs in a playoff atmosphere, we've seen through all the other series, it's going to be a close one. Uh, the defensive play is just going to be stepped up to another level. Uh, so I definitely think that Jack Campbell, he's going to have to stand on his head. The uh, ball's in his court, man. Like, uh, Keith's trusting him with this. Uh, and obviously, he earned it. Like, he's look at his record. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's the, he has, he's the most winningest goaltender, I believe, in within this, his amount of games played in Leafs history. And uh, he's obviously earned the spot to be the number one goaltender. He took Freddie's job and ran away with it. And most likely, with a strong playoff performance this season, he's going to run away with it next season as well. Uh, so, yeah, he's got a... Not that he's got to step up, but it's it's his time now. Like he's, they're really depending on him. It's all him. It's all on him right now. Uh, and obviously, yeah. the Leafs' offense is going to have to step up. Uh, those top two lines is really what I really, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing step up. I really want to see Matthews take a strong, uh, a, take 
power in this series and run away with what he's done all year and being the league's top goal scorer. It's going to be a fun series. It's going to be a close series too. I think that's what a lot of people are really uh, uh, diminishing here, that it's not going to be uh, 6-5, 4-3 games. They're going to be 3-2 games, 2-1 games, whoever scores. Last goal wins, basically. Obviously, that's what hockey is. Last goal wins, but you know what I mean. Like It's going to be whatever comes down to the wire. Uh, And I can see the series going to uh, five games, maybe six games. So uh, it's definitely going to go the distance. A series that might not be going the distance, however, with the recent play, and it depends on how how much you look into the regular season play of a team or the final stretch of play from a team. Uh, The Edmonton Oilers and the Winnipeg Jets, their series. I see Edmonton coming out of this one with a series win. Their first series Ooh. win in what feels like forever. Yeah, I mean, you could totally go the other way and say, I'm "Oh yeah." Here, but I, I, I think um, I think. Uh, sorry to cut you off. Um, I th- honestly, I'm taking Jets and six for this one. Uh, I sh- I have a feeling just j- just because of what I've seen and what we've been talking about. Um, I think Jets have much more depth overall defensively offensively like their their defensive core besides their top two i think jets have much better defensemen um i think the jets have a they have a much bigger team which is better for physical play they're tougher they like their fourth line they have Ad, who's who's their fourth line they got adam lowry with two other big guys matthew perot and perot's a physical appleton? player as well and i think i think it's mason appleton who are two physical players um, I mean, I, th- I think I, I, from what we've seen, McDavid does not like physical play, especially like he, his temper is very short. And if if I think I think if uh, Jets can keep him off the board and just keep a guy on him at all times, give him no breathing room, I think I think he's gonna he's gonna get upset and he's gonna do some he's gonna do some stuff like we've seen against Montreal and other games like that. Well, wanna... he is on another planet yeah. this season. True. No, I, I agree. McDavid here. Uh, and Dreisaitl has allowed uh, this duel between McDavid and Dreisaitl to be as dynamic as possible. He's allowed McDavid to basically do the things that he's done all year. Uh, mm-hmm. Where the stat I read yesterday was he has uh, as many assists. He's, he's second in the league in well, – obviously, he's first in the league in points. Uh, he has, I think, 76 assists or something like that. And uh, that was tied for, not tied, but trailing Leon Dreisaitl for, I think it's points in the league. Yeah. So he has mm-hmm. as much assists as almost Dreisaitl has points, which is... That's scary. That's scary. If, if, you, if, you look at, if you look at points, McDavid with just assists is second in the league. That's, that's he's got a more way of saying it. He's, he's yeah. got three more points with only assists than second place, which is absolutely unreal. But... Like the, the my main thing is obviously it's super impressive, and don't get me wrong, he's um, I'm not discrediting him because he's easily the best player in the league, especially this year. But the playoffs is a new year; it's a fresh start. All of those uh, regular season stats don't matter anymore. Everything, everybody has the same amount of stats now. So I'd like I'd like to see him do well, obviously, because it's McDavid, but. It's a complete different game than the regular season. I don't think anybody's going to give him as much breathing room as he had on the power play or on five on five. So we'll, we'll see. Um, I just I just want to go back real quick. I'm sorry. I just wanted to ask him this before, but I kept getting cut off. Um, just real quick. Um, 
Justin Trudeau made a statement earlier saying that he's a Habs fan. Do you own him as a Habs fan? Like, do you claim him as a Habs fan? Uh, no comment. Okay. Anyways, no comment. I have, <laughs> I have the Jets winning in seven. Uh, Mike Smith is 39 now, which is uh, – and he had a brutal playoff last year. He was, like, a 793 in the time that he played. And Hellebuck has been pretty solid in the postseason with the Jets. And I think that um, majority of the games will be high-scoring. Uh, just since the offensive is just the offense is just there and the defense is absolutely lacking, uh, it'll be a tight series. Um, Mike Smith's just shy of Shorty, so I don't see how he can play this type of hockey day in and day out unless maybe Koskinen gets like some playing action and they kind of fifty fifty it, uh, which is proven to not really work too well. Uh, I have the Jets just edging out uh, the win, and Hellebuck will definitely is for the Jets in this seven game series. No, that's a good point. I this totally is... thought you guys were both going to go against the Jets here. No. I have the Jets. Because I have the Oilers winning in five. Ooh. Wow. Because the way I see it, uh, you look at the Jets, they're three and seven in the last ten games. And uh, throughout the season series between the two, I think Edmonton was like, I think it was like eight, one, and one against the Jets. So eight wins out of the 10 games that they played against them. I think they've matched up really well against them. Um, I mean, Mike Smith, like yeah. Boney was talking about, he, he is kind of old. When I say kind of, he, he is old. He's Craig Anderson. I think, old. yeah. Well, Craig <laughs> Anderson stole a game last night. So yeah. I think if Craig True. Anderson can do it, why can't Mike Smith do it? I think Hellebuck will probably steal one or two games uh, for the Jets. But I definitely can't see this going to seven games between the two. I think McDavid will just go to another level in the playoffs, even though, like Josh said, regular season ties don't matter. But I definitely see the Oilers coming out of this one. This this series between these two teams, it's obviously going to go down. And uh, I don't know if you can disagree with me or not. It's going to go down between the battle of the goaltending here, Hellebuck and Smith. Uh, Hellebuck, yeah. former Vezina winner, uh, Mike Smith mm-hmm. – almost getting close to being an old man. But uh, <laughs> the, the latter has had a, such a much more better season than the other one, Connor Hellebuck. Uh, Hellebuck has been horrific down the final 10 games or so with his club. And uh, no, I don't know how much you guys look into uh, regular season stats. Clearly, Josh is a big fan of uh, just playoff stats and that it is a new game. And I, I totally agree with that. But uh, injuries have played a huge role in halting the Jets' recent success uh, during a run that has almost propelled them to fourth place in the division. They were actually battling with the Habs, and the Leafs were preparing to face the Jets in the first uh, round of the playoffs. But Ehlers, who has been terrific uh, on the goal-scoring side of things for the Winnipeg Jets, he's looking like he will return, and he's been just not unstoppable, but he's really found uh, his groove this year, and it's probably going to be one of his better years he's going to have in his career. And uh, the Jets, and I, you, you mentioned this as well, Josh, their depth is so much better than the Oilers. And the Oilers are known for having absolutely no depth, being one of those top-heavy teams. The Jets have one of the best third lines in hockey. And uh, they really get the job done in the goal-scoring side of things and can really shut it down. Even their fourth line, like you mentioned, very physical, and that's all you need in a playoff series. Uh, but the, besides the goaltending battle, I'm interested to see how McDavid performs in a playoff series coming off a monster year. Like, he's never had a year, and no player, quite frankly, has had a year uh, like this in a shortened schedule. Oh. I, I really want to see how he reacts to the physical play of the Jets 
And uh, like what, what he's going to do, is he going to be uh, performing as he has all year and just find the back of the net every single time him and dry settle, you're going to see their names on the stat line in the box score every single uh, game in the series, or is it going to be the other way around? And they're just, they can't get anything done. Cause we saw this last year in the play in round against the Blackhawks. They couldn't get anything together. Like the, 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 I don't know I don't think the Edmonton Oilers are built for long-term playoff success, but with the Winnipeg Jets, and I really do buy into regular season stats, especially the latter half of the season, uh, the Winnipeg Jets, if they uh, don't start uh, getting any better with their game, I think it's going to be a tough exit for them. And the Edmonton Oilers are going to have to advance. And I have to agree with Aiden, maybe in five games here. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be able to go the distance with the way these goaltenders, these goaltenders are going to be playing. But uh, yeah, this is going to be an Edmonton Oilers win for me. And uh, I think it's going to be a Leafs. Oilers dueling it out for the North Division to see who goes on to play their first American team uh, of the year. So I don't know. Do you guys have any other thoughts on this series besides the goaltending and Connor McDavid doing? Uh, I mean, I mean, the only comment I would have to say is like just agreeing with the goaltending. It's if Hellebuck isn't on his game, every every single game is going to be a blowout because McDavid is just it's just McDavid. He can just if if you're not if a goalie is not on top of his game. McDavid's gonna score like night in and night out. So, depending on, I, I think it, I think it's just gonna be like you said, battle of the goaltenders. I, I think Hel- if Hellebuck steps it up, though, um, it's it's not gonna be an easy series for for the Oilers. So, would you say that these two players are gonna be the biggest uh, assets to step up for their respective teams, or? Is there any I mean, else, anywhere else you guys are gonna want to go for who's stepping up? Because we I all mean, already to... know McDavid doesn't have to step anymore up. I mean. Exactly. Like for Edmonton, their first line has been nothing but perfect this year. It's been the only reason that they've, I mean, by by first line, I mean their first power play. Like that's the only reason they've been so successful because every time they're on a power play, they're going to score. But I mean, for, for, uh, for, for the, for uh, what's it called? The Jets. It's either going to be Andrew Kopp because he's been having a great season. I'm either gonna rock with Andrew Kopp or Hellebuck. I I would have to take uh for me personally, the for from the Edmonton Oilers, uh Tyler Ennis. Their depth scoring Ooh. needs to be big. Their depth oh. scoring needs to be big. And I mean Tyler Ennis has been pretty good um for an old guy uh coming into the lineup. Probably slotted in at third line, maybe even a fourth line. Short guy, very, very short. I think he's like five four to five six but like he grinds hard and he gets the puck on that and scores very very often and i agree in a in a a playoff season series it would be huge uh for the jets um i would go with adam larry only because um neat little trick that the jets found out late in the season is that adam larry is really really good at shutting down Connor mcdavid like really really good and it benefits the jets to have that player uh because Adam Lowry hitting McDavid constantly day in, day out throughout a playoff series can wear him down, and I think that he won't be as productive as he usually is. Fair All point. Right. So I guess it's me then. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For the Oilers, I got to go with Jesse Pugliarvi. This guy, <laughs> he's seen such an increased role this year, uh, and but he hasn't really been producing – first line numbers, especially playing with McDavid, where we've seen 
McDavid can just make guys around him so much better than they actually are. But Pogliarvi has been one of the guys who's actually been struggling here and there, even being moved onto the top power play and still not seeing the production. So if they get um, more offensive production from him on the first line and on the power play, uh, it'll just be one of the another offensive threat for the Edmonton Oilers to use. And for the Jets, it has to be Connor Hellebuck. I mean, this guy is going to have to play his ass off this entire series if Winnipeg's going to want to win this series. Because at the end of the day, uh, no matter how good of a defenseman you can have on your team, you've still got the two leading scorers on the other side, and they're always going to find a way to uh, find one of your weak spots and exploit it to score. So Hellebuck is the only guy who's going to be stopping the pucks from going in the net. So I think he's definitely going to have to be the biggest piece for the Winnipeg Jets. Dylan, Dylan DeMello, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't scored with the Jets. Tucker Pullman, what? <laughs> no, but I like what you guys said about the uh, the death pieces. Uh, Iboni, you mentioned uh, kind of scraped the bottom of the barrel with the uh, yeah. Edmonton Oilers team here and Tyler yeah. Ennis. It was but, uh, him and Zach Hassan. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's what it's going to have to be, though. Like The, the Edmonton Oilers, we already know, it's no question at all that they're going to be lighting up Hellebuck or whoever's going to be a net in this series. Because if Hellebuck does put up a couple stinkers early, it's not going to be him for long. Uh, but it, it's going to, we already know McDavid and Drysdale, it's going to be them putting on the show here. Uh, these depth pieces, and Edmonton Oilers are really known for uh, not being able to score with their uh, bottom six guys. And we saw it with the Leafs when they played them. And this was the best defense I've ever seen the Maple Leafs ever play in my life. They shut down McDavid for, I I believe it was two games. Could be three. I think it was just two. And limited them to, I think, one point. McDavid and Drysdale, respectfully, to one point. So if you were to shut down those two guys, the depth is not going to be there. So this is why I think it's so important for these two guys. You mentioned uh, Ennis and Cassian, for example. Those guys, amongst other bottom six uh, players for the Edmonton Oilers to step up. And the same thing goes for the Winnipeg Jets, who are a lot more uh, equipped to uh, edge out uh, the Edmonton Oilers in a long series that could potentially go six or seven games. But I don't know. I see the Edmonton Oilers capitalizing on the lack of uh, the lack of uh, successful play that the Winnipeg Jets have had in recent games, uh, both down the final stretch of the regular season. And that I think will transfer into the playoffs. So I got Edmonton going through. 